my life And I had to start again With just my children and my wife I thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the men who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA From the lakes of Minnesota Alright, welcome to this week's edition of Waking Up the Outdoors with Outdoors Dan, brought to you in part by our friends at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage. Hey, have you had, do you have a uh, RV or a boat or a trailer, something, a, a donut mobile? I don't know. Do you need something that needs to be stored? They can do it for you at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage in Carlisle. It's $60 a month, one month free if you pay for a year in advance. They're 12 by 50, 12 feet wide by 50 feet long. Plenty of space to get your, uh, treasure in there and get it secured they got secure gates 24 7 access security cameras all over the place discounts for multiple spots you can make out an appointment to fill out an application and find your spot locally owned and operated and tracy dick and danielle do a great job over there at three rivers boat and rv storage in carlisle tell them outdoors dan sent you here's their number 822-1362 822-1362 Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage in Carlisle. I got my trailers over there, and they've been nothing but really nice to work with over there. I can't say thank you enough to everybody at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old U.S. of A. Uh, good morning, Kenny. Good morning. Let me go back and make sure I didn't miss anybody. Steve, good morning. Kenny, uh, Dave, good morning. Fishing Dave. <laughs> Fishing Dave. That's his new handle now. Roger, good morning, Charles. Good to see you, Charles, this morning. Good morning to Mountain Man, everybody over there in Pennsylvania watching us on Facebook Live. I appreciate that, and uh, good luck this morning. Mudcat, good morning. Mudcat, what are you up to, Mudcat? Charles, good morning. Good to see you. Uh, we got a lot to do in the next two hours, and it's going to go quick, so uh, we're going to get right into it. Speed's going to be on at 7.30, 7.35. He's been barbecuing ribs over at the uh, Altoona High V. I went over and saw him on... Thursday? Was it Thursday? Or was it Friday? Probably Thursday. No? The, the days all blend together anyway. I think I saw him. Yeah, it was Thursday. I don't know. I, I'm on turkey time still, so it's just like... <laughs> living on you know, turkey Living time. on turkey time. Yeah, you know how that goes. But uh, it's just one of them deals. Good morning, Tony. How you doing this morning? So uh, we'll see what he is up to. I know he was, uh, he was pulling out some protein out there at the rib wagon for the fine folks over there at Hy-Vee. Uh, got a turkey uh, recap. I was at Missouri. If you did not check out the Facebook feed, I was successful last week or this week in Missouri. Big mishap, though. Big mishap. Got to tell you about that. Uh, John Thompson. Good morning, Dan. Gotta love the mile locker. I was. I won a two hundred dollar meat package on Friday. 
Well, John, I would love to buy the locker too if I want $200 worth of stuff there. Good morning, Wade, over there at Alive Action Decoys in Illinois. Good to see you, Charles. Good morning, Tommy White. Don't give up your day job and take up singing. Tommy, get a personality, Tom. Get a personality, man. Uh, that's funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> I sing better than you cook. How's that? Ooh. Ooh. Charles, how you doing? Kenny, good morning. And Jacob, woke, working three gobblers right now. Well, quit watching me and go get your turkeys. That's funny. Good luck, man. I hope you do it. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, Aaron. Good to see everybody. So, uh, um, big deal. Uh, Tacticam Reveal launched their new cameras this morning. Uh, actually I was up at, uh, 12, what was it? 1230, 1220. I couldn't, I couldn't, I had to do a, a, I have three of them. I have three of them. I have no idea what that means. I have three, what? Three, uh, tech. I, I, I don't have, know. I don't know. I don't know. Them. But Tom, you can Clarification never, would be nice. Yeah. I, you can't tell with him. Uh, <laughs> Tacticam released it, but I couldn't release the video or anything about it until midnight, May 1st. So, or this morning so i had to get up at 12 15 12 20 and import the video i did and everything so if you want to see more about the tacticam reveal x you can go check that out on facebook after the show i will tell you this um <clears throat> if you've been listening to the show for any time i switched over to tacticam you told me to get a personality i have three of them yes you do <laughs> angry bad and awful Tom, there's right, your three. Right, for, there's your three. The three Stooges, right there. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> but uh, the, I loved, I loved the reveal, man. It the camera was one of the easiest cameras I've ever used in 25 years of professionally uh, doing stuff in the outdoors. Um, it took me three to five minutes. Once you open up, get the box out, put your 12 batteries in. You go to setup. It, you go to over to menu, and then you get to your QR code. You scan the QR code with the phone app that it's free from Tacticam. You download their app. Good morning, Daryl. Good to see you. Um, and you're ready to go. I mean, it's that it's that easy to set that camera up. It's amazing. But they they it, I have really good reception all year. I had tremendous battery life. I don't I don't think I changed the batteries more than once all all fall last year. Um, really happy with the reveals. Now they've taken that and they bumped it up a little bit more. Now they've got 24 mega uh, mega MP. Was that megabytes? Mega megapix? Megapixels? Megapixels. Yeah. There you go. Uh, game camera. So they. I mean, you're really getting some great imaging. How about 96 feet targeting? I want one. Well, there you go, Wade. I I, I would go online and order it now because they were they sold out like in no time last year, and everybody was griping because they couldn't get their paws on one. Well, I would get it as soon as you can. 96 feet target targeting range for the flash. Good morning, Rick Johnson. That means you're going to be able to go to those pinch points, your uh, travel corridors, your scrape lines. Uh, Larry Phillip and I, we took pure whitetail bedded up and pure lightning last year, and we made mock scrapes back in uh, late August. I'm sorry, late July and August. And within 10, 15 minutes of leaving the area, we were already getting pictures. I mean, the cameras have worked great. Uh, with keeping an inventory of what bucks we had running around the farm. Um, it's got a, this year they've got a solar part, part. Uh, you know, if you are like me, I, I'm tired of buying batteries all the time for my professional cameras, my microphones and everything that we use on the TV show. So what I, I started, excuse me, I started using uh, rechargeables and now with that solar port on that, on the, on the X and on the, uh, SK model, 
you're going to be able to recharge, use rechargeables and keep your, you don't have to get in there and do anything and it'll just take care of itself. It's got that still got the low glow infrared that won't spook your game when they're coming in and out of the camera range. Plan still $5 starting out, no contracts. It's a great camera. Go check them out at, uh, it's just on their website. Go check out Tacticam Reveal. It's the Reveal X and the uh, Solar K, SK. So there you go. Go check them out. I really, really love those cameras. All right. So uh, we'll have a mailbag segment. We're going to check in with Smelter this morning, see what he is up to. Uh, sponsor of the week is Advanced Family Dentistry. Thanks to Lacey uh down at the milo locker for just being an awesome person we're going to be doing a big deal for her and her family she's had some medical issues and they just had a newborn last year and we want to help we you know the milo locker we just had a gentleman on here saying that he won 200 dollars from the milo locker right we want to reciprocate we want to help our neighbors and our family out their family here on the show they've been with me forever well Old Dr. Uh, Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yagi, my dentist over at Advanced Family Dentistry, just bought a $3,500 whitetail hunt to Triple H Outfitters in Kansas. We're going to be auctioning that off uh, to help out Lacey's family. So someone's going to get a great hunt, uh, and it'll be good for 2022 because you're going to have to put in for the draw. So you got plenty of time to, to uh, save your money for your tags and everything else. But we'll have that. I'm going to donate a $1,000 bow uh, from the show. And uh, we'll have a bunch of more auction items. And I'll tell you more about that as we get closer to that June 12th date. And I'll tell you some more about that later in the show. Rick Johnson, love my game cameras that come uh, right to my phone. That's what these do. These Tacticam reveals go right to your phone. Seeing pictures in Iowa when I'm in Arizona. Yeah, Rick, I don't want to hear about Arizona, man. Put Revenant in, man. Good for you. I'm happy, Rick. That's awesome. Uh, let's see. So I was in Missouri Monday. I uh, went down there Sunday, had to do the other radio show in St. Louis down, uh, over the phone, which I, I hate doing, but we had to do it. Uh, I got a chance to get out there with my buddy, Kent, uh, Kent Huser, and I stayed with him and his wife, Lynette, and just, uh, went there last year and had a great time. So got out there and we got up at four 30 and, uh, got out. I'm sorry. We got up at three 30. And got out the door about 4.15 because we had to drive about 45 miles. This is down in Missouri. And got got into the field, popped the blind up. Kind of kind of knew where some of the birds were roosting at. And I put out a Jake strutter. I put out a, a feeding hen. I put out an alert hen and a breeding hen. So I had three hens and that Jake strutter, okay? And it was windier than all get out. We had 25 to 30 mile an hour winds on Monday down there. I'm sure it was windy up here as well. First part of last this week, but it was just, you couldn't hear nothing. And uh, so we just sat there and, um, I, I did some calling, uh, early in the morning. I did have a hen come into the field and, uh, we took some video of her and, uh, it was pretty uneventful to be honest with you. And then about, uh, seven thirty, eight o'clock. I thought I heard a gobble way, way back behind us. And remember what I always say, if you're going to go turkey hunting, the best times to turkey hunt, in my humble opinion, is between 10 and two o'clock in the afternoon, between 10 and two. Now, Missouri, you got to be done at one, but in Iowa, you can hunt till, till dark. So until sunset. So, you know, 10 to two, stay in that blind as long as you can. The more you can stay in that blind, your opportunities are going to go up. After about 830, I, you know, we heard that. I took my box call out. Remember, I always tell you, everybody carry a box call in your hunting pack. Uh, Jeff, good morning. 
Ask listeners to comment on morel mushroom findings. I will do that, Jerry. Uh, game cams have come a long way since the old 35 millimeter cams. Yes, they have, Rick. It's crazy. Carry a box call with you. No other call is going to carry in the wind or the woods when we get a lot of foliage on the on the timber like a box call. So um, it was windy. I knew my mouth calls and my slate calls weren't going to reach out very far. So I took that box call out and I started cranking on it. And about 930, I heard a gobble behind us again. And I, I said, Kent, that's a that's Tom. And he goes, yeah, I heard that one. So I cranked on it again. I started cutting really hard and, you know, pop, 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 pop. Started doing some soft, uh, some short yelps. And next thing I knew, about 15 minutes later, I just took my slate call out and I just started cutting on that a little bit. And a gobbler was within 100 yards of us, 75, 80 yards. Good morning, Paul Butsky, Hall of Famer. How you doing, buddy? Good morning, Charles. Um he struck, he, as soon as I did that, he, he struck. So we got a, we struck a uh, gobble there and, um, I waited about five minutes and then I took my glass call out and I used, uh, what I use, I think a rosewood striker on that one. And then I just started yelping. I just did three or four notes and he gobbled. He was right behind us. And here's, what's really funny. Kent, Kent, Kent's a professional, right? You know? So I said, yeah, all right. So we're setting up the blind. He goes, do you want the, the blind? How do you want it? And I said, well, you, where do you think the roosted at? You know, cause we're out there at four in the morning, four 30 in the morning. It's pitch dark, right? He goes, well, I think they're roosted right over here. So I said, well, let's turn the blind that way. And then we're, the sun's going to be coming up behind us. We're not going to be silhouetted in the blind. He goes, that's perfect. He goes, we don't need to worry about the right side. Cause the turkeys are not going to come from the right. And I said, okay, I'll listen to him. You know, it's his farm. He knows his, he knows his turkeys, right? So where do you think the turkey came from? The right. Yeah. So we're, I'm sitting over on the left side of the blind. Kent's filming, right? So the turkey's behind us, and it's gobbling. It's had, every time I call, it's gobbling. So I'm soft calling now. I'm real. I mean, he's firing off. Next thing I know, I, he's, I mean, he's 20 yards behind us. And he, there's a point. We're, at, we're in the inside of a point because we wanted to get out of the wind. We were... Wanted to make sure that we were out of the wind as much as possible. So I take the camera and I, I turn the camera on cause Kent's filming and I, I hit record and I said, cause I wanted to get those gobbles when I was soft calling. I wanted the audio of the gobbles. So I said, okay, I can't cameras on. He goes, okay. So next thing you know, now we're in that rhino blind that you can see through, right? So you can, we're looking through the other panel, the side of the pan, the blind, I see that Tom, that Tom's rounding that point and he's coming in, man. He's, he is on a dead run, man. He's just like a tank, man. He's coming in. And so I just grabbed my bow and I said, all right, you got it. I'm going to, I'm going to get ready. So I get, grab my bow. I go ahead and put my release on my, on my string loop. And this Turkey comes in, comes right into the opening of the blind. He goes right to my Jake decoy, jumps on my Jake decoy and starts trying to uh, spur him and everything, just knocking him over. And then he pops in a, out of strut for a second, and then he pops back in a strut and starts hopping on my decoy again. So as soon as he went behind my tail fan, I got a I got a full tail fan on that Jake decoy, like, you know, regular strutter. As soon as his head went behind that tail fan, I went ahead and I drew, and I put my 20-yard pin. He's at, he's at eight yards. I put my 20-yard pin just below his head, and psh, perfect shot. And he just dropped right in his tracks. That decap just, it's over, man. It's gone. 
I'm, I'm sitting there, I reach over to Kit and high five him, fist bump him, you know, and I look over at him and he's looking at me and I see this look of terror on oh, his no. face. And I go, what's the matter? He goes, you're not going to believe what I just did. I said, what did you do? He goes, I accidentally hit the record button again and shut. I didn't re I didn't get the shot. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, how did you not? I told you the camera was recording. He goes, well, I know I got caught up in the moment. I said, I don't ever want to hear this. I'm a professional and I know what I'm doing ever again. <laughs> now, in all fairness to Kit, I've done that myself. Larry's done it on the show. Well, anybody in the outdoor industry has done that at one time or another. It has hit double hit record and missed the shot. But I'm just telling you right now, it was aggravating because that it couldn't have been more perfect. But anyway, I, the good Lord was, was there and uh, I got my 89th turkey with a bow on monday so uh i'm gonna head to kansas here uh in the next day or two and uh i'm gonna try and finish up my season in kansas and hopefully i'll have 90 birds or plus uh, before the season's over and, I, and i'm not bragging about that so please don't take it like i'm being arrogant you just for every if you're just joining us on the show for the first time i always tell everybody i am an average turkey caller at best i've been i've been hunting for Oh man, 35 years now. Uh, and when I first started, it took me forever to be able to get good enough to call in a turkey and to, to harvest one with my bow. I love bow hunting. That's my favorite way to hunt. And turkeys make 25 to 28 different vocalizations, depending on what biologist you talk to. You only got to learn four or five of them. Good morning, mountain man in Pennsylvania. I hope you mountain man's on the, on Facebook live. You only need to learn if you can learn to yelp cluck uh purr and cut you're going to be able to harvest a bird it's just learning how to read the temperature of that bird if the bird is if he's paying attention to you you know every bird is going to have a different personality and it takes you a while to get good at recognizing all of that and well i remember i think it took me four or five i think four seasons if i remember right before i actually harvested my first turkey with a bow might even been five to be honest with you and then when we started Outdoors Traditions TV, um, I it started to come together. I was hunting with Jeff and, you know, listening to Jeff and Alex Rutledge and some of these other, Philip Vanderpool, Philip and I got to be buddies. Um, and, you know, I started learning from these other people that were successful, learning how to read a bird, you know, you know, knowing when, when they cut me off what that means or how to call it that hen that's with a tom to get her ticked off, to cut her off and get her to come in and, and uh, posture to the deeks, and then the toms are going to follow her. It took me a long time to do that. And so I, to me, to be almost at 90 birds 30-something uh, years later is a milestone for me, and that's why I, I keep track. I diary. I got a hunting diary. It's about this thick. And every time I, I'm successful or not successful in a hunt, depending on what it is, I document it, and I, I go back because when I die, I want my kids to be able to go back and say, Hey, where was dad all those years? You know, mm -hmm. this is where dad was. And this is what he was doing. Cause I always tell kids, I love you. I miss you. I always tell the kids that in, in the diary, you know? Um, and that way there's, there's some history there, but, uh, that's how I know I've got 89 birds because I've got the tags. And then I, and if you've watched outdoors traditions over the years, um, I was averaging five birds a year. So that's, that's really the only reason I'm, as, I'm up as high as I am. If I was not doing the TV show for a living, I wouldn't be, I'd probably be ha uh, a third of that or half of it, you know, but when you get to hunt for a living, 
it helps a little bit, but, uh, I'm very, very proud of that. I, it's one of the things that I've actually been able to accomplish that I never thought I was going to be able to do. So don't sell, don't give up on your dreams. It could, if I can do it, you can do it. Trust me. All right. I tell you what, it is seven twenty and some change. Let me take a real quick break. And Kent, if you're listening, 90 anything with a bow is worth bragging about. Well, I'm not trying to brag, Charles. Uh, I'm not. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm very happy about it. Though. You know, uh, God's been very good to me on that. Uh, let me take a real quick break. And when we come back, we'll see what other fish we can fry right here on the Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan Show on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Yeah, there you go. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Rob, Mountain Man said he found 20 mushrooms in Pennsylvania. Uh, Jim in Iowa found one by Winterset. Ryan says Eastern Nebraska has been piling them up from what I've seen. And Nathan says... Uh, central Iowa still got some mushrooms, I, but I think we, if we get this moisture in, we should, we should find a little bit more before it's over with, huh? So we got one more bag at the house. Thanks to Kent Lynette. I can't take credit on the mushrooms. That's for sure. But Jenny liked them. I cleaned them up and she, yeah. she deep fried them boy. And that cast iron skillet, oh, hey, you can't beat morels, man. Oh man. That's good stuff. You had a good week of eating. Oh, I did. I had, yeah. I had spoon bill. Yeah, they they caught a bunch of paddlefish this year. Kent Lynette <laughs> did so. Lynette fixed uh, spoonbill or paddlefish steaks, um, and boy, that was really good. Oh man, yeah, I, I ate well down there. I'm jealous. I am jealous. Uh, that's why I didn't get too mad at him for not hitting record. You know, <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, uh, he he fed you. He fed me. There you go. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I was talking to Larry. Larry Mack. Uh, Larry. Larry got two birds in Kansas. Congratulations, Larry Mack. And I said, yeah, Larry, I'm sorry. We're not, cause we're not gonna be able to show that on the TV show. He just turned it back on as the arrow was ex- going through right past the turkey's head. Yeah. And and then the turkey's up in the air flop and that that's what you, you would see. So it's not going to be, we can't use it for the show. So, um, Larry goes, Hey, if you got a cameraman, let the cameraman be the cameraman. I see. He goes, just, just be the hunter. He goes, I know you're so used to self filming. I said, I was just trying to help get the audio. I understand what you're saying. I'm sorry. It's partly my fault. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're upgrading from the deer watching and the, the <laughs> you're, you're getting to the, you're getting to, I've had a good season. I no, mean, you've had a great season. I've yeah. had a good Turkey season, but I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know. See, I got a big monitor on that camera folks. It's like seven inches. I went ahead and bought an external monitor that sits up on top of the camera. Cause them little LCD, I'm, I'm getting so old, my eyes, I can't see, I, you know, cause I don't wear bifocals. Um, I, I can still see to hear like it, like right. That's why I'm not wearing my glasses right now. Cause I can still read. Cause I had, when I had LASIK surgery done 20 years ago, they messed it up. They took me from being nearsighted to farsighted, which at the time I wasn't real happy about cause I still got to wear a little bit of correction glasses. But as I gotten older, all my buddies are in bifocals and trifocals and I don't, I can still wear single vision. So it was kind of a blessing. There you go. Yeah. You got to look at the, you got to look at the silver lining, right? Silver lining. Yeah. You know, but it's just, I don't know, man. It's just one of them deals. Little Larry Mack, man. 
They could, they're calling us the grumpy old men, no video crew. The grumpy old men. <laughs> no video. No, no show video. That's us on the TV show on Respect the Game TV. So it is what it you is. You got to have a catchphrase or a nickname. Uh, we haven't, we've got several nicknames. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. So anyway, uh, back to self-filming in Kansas. I'll have my tactic cams out. Now see, this is another thing too. I, it's my fault. I forgot to check the batteries on my tactic cam. Cause if I would have had my tactic cam out there, we would have got the shot. Cause I've got that, I've got that fourth arrow camera on POV stake where I put my, my wide angle tactic cam out by the decoys. So, cause I always put that out, but dummy me i thought i still had plenty of battery and i must not have yeah that's fine uh so anyway anyway we'll see what uh we'll see what's going on and hopefully donovan's got some birds lined up for me we'll see how it goes they've been smoking them out there in kansas kansas nebraska has been doing really well this year so a lot of folks are struggling in missouri uh there was i mean larry and i were talking about that last night there's people all over the state that are they're they're like two weeks behind. They're just not they're not coming in, which is kind of weird. But uh, you know, it's just uh, I hate Rob's going. I hate batteries. Yeah, it'd be nice if we had like little nuclear fission things in there, right, Rob? Never have to worry about them. They just self self re- reignite. You know, would be wouldn't that be a sweet thing? Hmm? We'll call you no show Dan the turkey watcher. <laughs> well, you can't say that, Dave. I've shot three turkeys. I just I've got two of them on video. The other one I partly my fault, you know. So it's just uh, one of them deals, man. So I don't know what I'm going to do for decoys. Uh, we're going to. Uh, I guess I'm going to. I'm going to stay with that strutter and see if that works. If it doesn't. Then I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take it uh, down and I'll put a posturing shredder on there, or a posturing Jake, and I'm gonna still leave them hens out there. I want it to be the place to be on the farm. So if those toms see them, hopefully they come a running. Speaking of running, I know a lot of folks are running over to the rib wagon this weekend. Let's go see what old Cookie's up to. What are you doing, Speedy? Well, I tell you what, just uh, uh, kind of remarking about uh, all the uh, ribs we end up cooking. Well over 700 racks out there. Are you are are you done already? Yeah, we uh, we closed up at uh, well five, a little after five last night. Okay, I got and my di- did. I got. I, I thought you were there through Sunday, but I got it's through. It was through Friday, huh? Yeah, through Friday. Yeah, we there set up uh, Wednesday night and then did uh, Thursday. And geez, uh, we had a great crowd Thursday. We didn't. I've got out of there about six thirty. Uh, Thursday night, and then uh, uh, they really had it set up yesterday. Uh, we quit at 5, but they had a serving line set up in front of the store, and uh, so everything transitioned right up there and, and ended up getting uh, selling well over 700 racks of ribs. So Wow. Wow. That's good. Fun bunch to work with out there, though. Yeah, you had a good crew, and I know, yep. I mean, I came out and saw you, what was I, out there Thursday was I out there Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Thursday. I can't remember. see you're you you got a better memory than I do, man. I, well, uh, that still ain't saying much. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was there early on Thursday because I saw your your Facebook live where you were cooking, and I said I'll yeah. I'll, I'll see you there in a minute. I'm not going to pass up baby backs made by you. So, uh, but you had you had people there. I was there at ten. 
and uh, there was already people there waiting to chow down, man. Yeah, yeah, people were lined up then already, and it it slowed down a little bit, maybe from one thirty to oh two thirty, just a little bit. Uh, but boy, then it picked right back up again, and and then what really makes you feel good is uh, uh, several people uh, were there uh, Thursday that said, "Geez, uh, we picked up some ribs Wednesday night, and they were so good, we want to get some more and put some in the freezer." Yeah, there you go. Hey, I don't blame him. Rob, my buddy Rob in Pennsylvania says he's doing some chicken and a smoker with cookies, barbecue sauce today, hickory and the original. Oh, good. Say what, those chickens will be happy knowing they were going to get cookies on them. Yeah, anything that's going to get on the grill is going to be happy. You know, they run to the grill when they know they're going to get (laughs) sauce by cookies. Well, we coming down... uh, Coming down to Altoona, we had hogs jumping the fence. Yeah, uh, I believe it. I can believe that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they wanted to get a ride in so they get little cookies on their loins. Yeah, you know, yeah. it just—it's funny to me that I got all these folks around the country that go on Facebook Live and you know, or they'll pop on the radio show in St. Louis or the radio show here, and you know, you got fans all over the country. That's got them. I know you said you're in 29 states. Did I, did I remember that right? 29. Thirteen. 34 34 okay it's one up a yep. little bit so um but you got i mean you and i talked uh you didn't even know that you were in pennsylvania no and it's in uh all the rural king uh, farm stores out there that's yeah. that's what i uh i didn't know it uh, uh we shipped a bunch up to i think it was um uh michigan and uh and then uh, they distributed out there to those places i'll tell you what was really neat though uh, a guy by the name of Paul Nelson come by, uh, uh, would have been Thursday. And, uh, he said, uh, uh, speed, remember me? And I said, geez, I said, you look familiar. I said, I just, and then he pulled a, he had a, a frame picture in a, uh, plastic bag and pulled it out. And it was a picture of me and him. He was a concessions manager out at Prairie Meadows back in 1993. Uh-huh. And we did a promotion out there in Prairie Meadows, and here's a picture of me and him standing by the grill. Wow. And uh, uh, then he went, he was good enough, he went and had another picture taken, uh, or he went and had a duplicate made of that and give that to me yet Thursday. And uh, that was really neat. He's uh, 94 years old now, and uh, it, was just, uh, it was just neat of him to stop by and... Uh, and share the picture. I'll tell you what, that was great. Well, you know, I always say you're an Iowa treasurer. I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say that. You're a big deal, man. Oh, I don't, I tell you, it's just part of my job. I mean, but boy, there's a lot of good people out there. And geez, my old friend, Jack Price, uh, stopped by. He retired from IV 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, him and his wife stopped by to say hi. And it was great to see them. And uh, it, was, it was almost like a family reunion. And then my, uh, a uh, cousin of mine that lives in Des Moines that I haven't seen probably oh probably ten years, he stopped by. Yeah. So, you know, you make friends like that. I remember when we used to do those dolls family fishing days. You know, we'd have three to four thousand, five thousand people showing up. You know, and yeah, uh, Walt. Remember Walt and them guys from Dolls. Yeah. Uh, you know, yep. I I haven't seen them guys in years, but I mean, you, I miss those people. They're very very good people. I tell you, that's probably the reason I never retired, Dan, is the fact of, uh, well, you get to meet so many good people out there, and it just uh, it makes it fun. 
I'll never forget when I first met you. And I don't know if I, do, if I've told this story in a long time, but when I was over at, uh, HO, uh, and Van Harden and I were, I just moved up here from St. Louis from Washington, Missouri. That was like 20 years ago. And, uh, Van says, well, come on, let's go hop in the car and I'll show you around Des Moines. And, uh, Van took me down on grand and showed me some of the houses down there and stuff. And then we wound up and we went over to the playhouse and there was this, there was this grill on a tractor trailer, uh, rib wagon thing. And it's in the middle of November. And there's this guy, little guy with a floppy hat and shorts. He goes, come here. I want to introduce you to somebody. And I'll never forget that first day when I met you, I was like, <laughs> Aren't you cold? No, I'm by the grill. I'm fine. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, oh, geez, yeah. And uh, uh, I tell you, uh, Jack Krantz, uh, uh, who uh, used to be the head out there at Adventureland, uh, he come by and made a sizable donation to the, uh, to the cause. We were doing a fundraiser out there. And he said, I made up my mind. He said, I heard you on the radio. And he said, I figured if he's crazy enough to be standing out there in shorts in 20-degree weather, I'm going to make a sizable donation. He said, I drove by, and he said, I just started writing out the check. Yeah. Well, you do that a lot, I'm telling you. You know, hey, next, next time you talk to the guys at High V uh, or to the folks at High V, I should say it that way. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I wish we could start a program here in Des Moines called, like, Vet, Vittles for Vets or something. Um. You know, tell ask Hy V if they'd ever be interested in doing something like that. Okay, I will. Yeah. You know, I know you do a ton of stuff. I'm not. I'm not saying you need to directly get involved in it, but I know that when you talk, people listen. I was thinking about that the other day. There's got to be something we can do to help out our veteran community out in Des Moines in that area, in our surrounding areas. Yeah, I tell you what, it's uh, 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 we've got a real. A good Legion Club up here in uh, Wall Lake. Uh, we're post 262 up here, uh, and I'm a member of that. And, uh, uh, you know, we try to do all weekend, And uh, but it would be nice to uh, uh, to do do a lot of things for a lot of our vets, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, we need to do more. I, I, I With all the stuff I see getting spent around, and I don't want to get, oh. I don't want to get political. I mean, there's so much money wasted. I, a lot of that money should be turned around to help our veteran community. And I, I'm, no, I'm you, talking you don't about, you want to get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to, I, you know how I hate talking politics, but it's just, yeah. it's just, I, I, it makes me sad when I, when I, I go from area to area and I see, I see people with signs saying homeless vet and, you know, and Hey, can you help? And I just, all that money we waste. I mean, if you could take 15, 20% of that and make a huge difference in this country, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got that right. I'm telling you. You got that right. So, hey, uh, what do you, uh, I had somebody ask me, because I was telling everybody the other day to stay saucy, and uh, that you guys got the sauce squad out now. Do you have, do you got stuff people can buy? Because they're flipping out on that sauce squad thing. Well, yeah, we've got, uh, uh, and they're just, in fact, I had one on down at uh, El Tuna, but uh, a cookie sauce squad apron, um, and, uh, they can just go to our website and get more information, but uh, they're fifteen dollars, and they're really, really nice aprons. But it's got a little cookie sauce squad emblem on it, and uh, but uh, what they need need to do is get signed up because then they'll uh, and not weekly, but 
like every month or two months why they'll get in on some uh, recipes that we're doing and stuff like that. Dan. Oh, that's a great deal. So they just, just go to cookiesbbq.com to sign up? Yep, cookiesbbq.com and uh, sign up for the Saw Squad. Okay. Yeah, you know, and hey, what a great what a great Mother's Day or Father's Day gift. Yeah, and I uh, I purposely uh, uh, grabbed one of the aprons right when they came in, when we got them in, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, wore one when I was doing a, a making a cheeseburger mac and cheese and uh, mini cheddar meatloaves, and uh, and purposely wiped my hands and got it dirty, and man, it washed up just really slick. <laughs> It was uh, uh, it was really good, and uh, in fact, that was the apron that I had on uh, down there was one that I'd washed, but they washed nice, and uh, and the good part is you don't have to iron them. You know, I I don't think anybody's going to tell you no if you want to get an extra apron or something there, Speedy. <laughs> I don't think yeah. anyone would dare. Yeah, they might they might fire me. No, <laughs> they're you, they're not going to fire the boss. Larry McCoy, Larry Max, watching us on Facebook Live right now. He goes, that's no BS, barbecue sauce, sauce squad, and he's got a bunch of applause emojis yeah, going. Well, and BS also stands for baking soda and brown sugar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, buddy. Listen, I got to run. But, hey, thank okay. you for everything. And, uh, hey, Larry and Ryan and, and myself and maybe Kent, uh, you'll maybe get to meet Kent, but we're going to see you on the 7th of June. We're going to be up there at the, the plant filming some stuff. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, here too. Hopefully the, uh, uh, the law enforcement don't pick you up before you get here. No, I'll drive. I, I, I'll drive. So we'll be okay. So June, we'll be up there June 7th. Hey, and, uh, I got you some turkey breasts. Okay. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you a couple turkey breasts. And then do you, uh, have you ever had spoonbill or paddlefish? No, have not. You want to try some? Yeah, you bet. Okay, I'll have Kent bring an extra. He's he he's got a freezer full of it. I'll have him bring a a big fillet. Oh, yeah. Man, it tastes like it tastes like ahi tuna on the grill. Speed, it's delicious. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah. we'll we'll make sure we bring you somebody. Appreciate it. All right, we'll talk to you soon. If someone wants to get saucy and join the the sauce squad, where do they go? Just go to the old cookiesbbq.com and uh, sign up for the sauce squad. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. And smart cookies use cookies, Dan. Have a good one, buddy. Thank you, Speedy. Yep, see you guys. There he goes, Mr. Speed Herrick from Cookies Barbecue Sauce. I love that, man. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Milo Locker's got a big uh, pork and beef sale going on right now. Speaking of the Milo Locker, we had somebody say they got won $200 worth of stuff. The whiskey cream is delicious. Aaron, it is. I, that's that's a big deal. They got, they. got uh, We're talking about Revelton, the story that's down there in Osceola. Uh, my buddy Rob, uh, they, just, they just opened that up not too long ago. They may, they they got some stuff rocking down there, but that that uh, whiskey cream. If you haven't been down there, go check it out. And they've got mixologists down there that can do all these different cocktails and create. Uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not not uh, cognition. <laughs> Incoctions. There you go. Kaylee's got Yeah, incoctions. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, they they got to go. They're actually training bartenders. All over Iowa for free. 
Did you know that? You you get a hold of Revelton Distillery, get a hold of Rob or Chris, and they'll they'll book them in and get them trained. And hey, what a way to get your restaurant or bar going, huh? I know Andy over there at uh, Central Standard. He's got a couple of his uh, bartenders that have been down there, and they've got Revelton products there at Central Standard. Good stuff. I mean, I mean, we really, really like it. So, you know, I'm not a huge drinker, but I'll, I'll have a cocktail once in a while, yeah. especially if my knee's killing me. And man, <laughs> I tell you, if, and a little toast, little successful Revelton oh, yeah. moment. Nothing, you know, it's all right. That's good, right? Moderation. There. I'll take that. Oh yeah, but that root beer rocks. Oh, oh man, I that, that. That, that I love root beer, man. Mm. Good I just stuff. like root beer in general. Well, who doesn't like root beer? The Milo Locker's got hog sales going on right now. You can buy a, a, a half a hog, a whole a quarter of a hog. They've got, hey, John, good to see you. Good morning, John. Uh, they've got a beef sale going on where you can uh, go ahead and book it now because they're raising them and they're getting ready to bring them in and be processed. Uh, what a great time to fill the freezer up. Call the Milo Locker or go online or hit them up on Facebook and you'll see the deals. And uh, I know that, uh, and hey, you can, they can ship stuff now. If you got somebody that wants to try some great Iowa raised pork or beef, you can send it via the Milo Locker now. They've got four or five different packages and they're ready to rock. Just go to Milo Locker Meats and check it out online. It's, I'm telling you what, who wouldn't want a little taste of Iowa, huh? Oh, everybody should get a oh, taste. Iowa chops. Oh, man. Come on, man. Nothing L- better. Yeah, people just don't know what they're missing. In fact, I had some yesterday. Hey, Larry Mack told me this. There's a couple companies that asked Larry, they, they want to do five, 600 orders. Wow. Five, I mean, or more. I mean, that that's how much people are wanting to get this stuff going. Nationally known, I like yeah, it. Yeah, well, the Milo, they're going to be, it, 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 they're going to be huge, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I've already joined their bandwagon. Yeah, well, who doesn't like the Milo Locker? Yeah. All right, uh, Giving Back Outdoors. Oh, I got to take a break. Let me take a real quick break, and then when we come back, I want to tell you about Giving Back Outdoors. They got a big benefit going on June 12th. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. 1350 ESPN. All right. Uh, first annual Giving Back Outdoors benefit is going to be June 12th at the Horizon Events Center in Clive. Uh, Giving Back Outdoors is dedicated to providing opportunities for veterans, youth, first responders, mobility impaired, and other underserved individuals to experience the outdoors through hunting, fishing, hiking, and a variety of different outdoor activities. This benefit is the first fundraising event for the new nonprofit since it launched last summer during the pandemic, and we can't thank you enough for their, your support. Uh, they're going to have country music artist and Purple Heart recipient Matt Williams. There's going to be uh, other Purple Heart people there uh, giving remarks and testimonials. Uh, they're going to have auction items. They're going to be a big prime rib dinner. This is going to be June 12th. Uh, if you want to get more information about this, just go look up Giving Back Outdoors on Facebook, and they will take good care of you. Hey, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's watching. i got to watch what I do now. Have you flossed today, Obi-Wan? Have you? Have you? Hey, we gotta take. We gotta go. We'll be back. We got open lines. You want to call in and t- visit? We got open lines. Two four four thirteen fifty. We'll be right back. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on thirteen fifty ESPN. All right, 
right, welcome back to hour number two of Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. The turkey went down to Georgia. He was looking for a call to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind because his yelping was not making the deal. How about that? I love it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi at Advanced Family Dentistry just told me during the break that he can do a camouflage real tree crown. Ooh. Now, I know my wife is listening to this right now, and she's going, <laughs> Daniel! No! No. <laughs> I think that would be kind of cool, having a little real tree edge crown or, you know, you know. Hey, yeah. You know, smile really big, and people could see your real tree proud, you know? I'm surprised she's not already calling. You know, real camo is the new is the new black man it you is. know camel makes any event more more uh fancy fancy yeah yeah here you go you know you want to you want to make it. something really fancy wear camel if you want to stand out in a crowd camo suit just I, saying. I, I just think camel enhances any event it makes you look styling you're styling and profiling do a little rick flair Woo! <laughs> you know you got your camo on Come on. I tell you what, when I die, they're burying me in camel. <laughs> there you, you go. You laugh, but I told I told Jenny, I said, when I die, you can put either my camel real tree sport coat on. I don't know if I, I, I got I to gotta put that in my will because I don't know if she'll do that. <laughs> you know, I wanted my St. Louis Blues jersey. When the Blues won the Stanley Cup, yeah. I never thought I'd live to see that, you know, to be honest with you. And I have my Blues jersey, but I don't know. I think I'd be rather my turkey hunting bibs. Uh, and my camel, maybe my camp, my fleece jacket, you know, I think I'd probably be buried in that would be apropos. There you go. Yeah. Hey, big word. Apropos. There you go. How did you know? (laughs) All right. Two, four, four, 1350. What are y'all up to? Two, four, four, 1350. You want to call in and visit for a while? We got open lines. I have totally no guest booked for eight o'clock. So you, you want to call in, Andrew, we'll get you on. I uh, just told you about giving back outdoors. You want to do the fishing report brought to you by Sportsman's Warehouse? We can do that. All your hunting and fishing needs, Sportsman's Warehouse. You can go check them out. They just got a bunch of stuff in. I saw Jake from State Farm. It's not, he's really not from, he's Jake, the general manager at Sportsman's, <laughs> but that's what I call him, Jake from State Farm. But uh, Jake, Jake point two oh. Jake point two, well, two point. Because we have Jake that listens to the show that we call Jake from State Farm. Yeah, so Jake from State Farm And 2. Jake 0. actually works for a different insurance company, if I remember right. <laughs> I don't know. I can't keep them straight. This is just so funny. Now that I have my Merriam, I'm hoping to head to Florida next spring after my Osceola, and then I'll have all four. There you go, Jose. Go get them, man. I I absolutely de- I detest Osceola turkeys. They don't gobble. They, they Everything <laughs> in the swamp's trying to eat them. I don't blame them. As soon as they hit the ground, man, they shut up. Now, some people told me that they do gobble more, you know, different, but the ones I was around didn't gobble, you know, they probably just all knew you were coming. Yeah, probably. All right. Blackhawk <laughs> Lake water temperatures around 59 degrees. Crappie bite is fair. Crappie fishing started to pick up again. Fish around town Bay, around the fish house, along the ice house point and in the marina jigs tip with minnows fish to eight to 12 inches. Bluegills are slow. Sorting is needed. The bite is slowed down. The walleye are fair. Bite is slowed down with some cooler water this week. Use a twister or a leech or a minnow fished under a bobber. Walleye fishing on Blackhawk Lake usually starts to pick up during the beginning of May. Yellow perch bite is fair. Bass are fair as well. Brushy Creek water levels remain about three to four feet low. Best option for launching a boat with a low water may be the west ramp. Perch bite is fair. Crawlers and minnows on a jig. Black crappie bite is fair. 
Fish with tube jigs, small minnows, fish near the structure. Uh, gills fair, walleye fair, walleye, I'm sorry, largemouth bass bite is fair on Brushy Creek. Storm Lake, water temperatures in the upper 50s. Crappies are fair. T uh, tube jigs with a small minnow, perch fair. Look for fish or, uh, along uh, the shore, along shorelines using minnows fished on a jig. Fish are usually 8 to 11 inches. Ah, thank you. Uh, let's see. Uh, walleye bite is fair. Twister tails, minnows, and leeches under a bobber along the shore are producing eyes out at Storm Lake. Let's go see what Steve is up to this morning. He, Steve is on the line. What are you doing, Steve? Oh, I'm just uh, heading south on 169 down to northern Missouri today, Dan. You going going hunting or fishing? Uh, heading down to do some crappie fishing. I found some little little honey holes out in the country on the on the maps and. Yeah, I had to check it out last week, and uh, I come across a gym. I'll tell you what. Hey, so I got well. Don't tell anybody where you're going. No, no, I'm not going to tell them exactly where. I'm just going to tell them in the general hundred mile circle of an area. <laughs> in a in a general hundred mile area. There you go. That's awful generous of you. <laughs> hey, yeah, so. crappies on fire, man. They've been catching them down in Truman and Mark Twain. Um, I know Larry Mack's been down there smoking walleyes. He's got these little bojangle baits. Uh, our yeah. friend, our friend uh, Bo's been making uh, out of Missouri, and he, he's been loading the freezer up. He's been limited out twenty five every time he goes. Oh my god, that yeah. sounds pretty dang good. Yeah, I've, no, he's been Larry's been doing good for a couple weeks in between his turkey hunting. So, yeah, Larry, that, Larry shocked me a little bit. I because I'm all fired up about killing longbirds, and he's he's he goes, yeah, turkeys are turkeys, but crappie is king, and he loves. He is a he is a crappie fanatic, man. Yeah, and uh, I tell you, on top of the crappie biting, I've been hitting the ponds. I've been I've been hitting hard every day last every weekend last month here. Yeah, and uh, the bass fishing is phenomenal in the ponds right now. Yep, I'm yep. gonna tell you what. If you know anybody, you got a pond to go to. You need to go hit those ponds right now because you're going to catch the best fish of the year right now. Well, on smallies right now, the topwater bite's starting to pick up too. You know, so that's a good thing. Too. Uh, I'm 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 going to switch to fishing mode here next week. Um, yeah. after, after I get done with my, my last Turkey hunt and then I, I need to go get my boat, but, um, I'm I'm really getting anxious to go up to Minnesota, uh, first part of June and catch some walleyes and saugers and, uh, cropping. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I got my, uh, my Minnesota trips planned for the, I think it's the 23rd will be the second weekend of opener there. Yeah. I got well, kids I, playing, playing guitar on that. Isn't the, isn't, weekend. isn't the opener next week up in Minnesota? Yeah, no, I think it's the fifteenth, the fifteenth or sixteenth of May. Yeah, can you yeah. believe? Can you believe the ice has been out for a couple of weeks up there already? I know, and then they got snow this last weekend up in Brainerd. Yeah, it's crazy. The ice been out, they're getting snow, but uh, my buddy said things are going to be two weeks ahead of time this year. Yeah, I think I, just, I think the, when we're up there in first part of June, I think the the walleye bite is going to be phenomenal. So. Yeah. I think uh, it's going to be a good year this year. It's going to be a good early start to things. I, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. Well, hey, thanks for calling in, Steve. I appreciate you listening. Oh, hey, Dan. One more thing before yep. I go. Yep. That uh, I bought one of those Camp Right cots a few weeks ago, and I've been using it every weekend. Oh, that tent cot? Yeah, the tent cot. And yeah. I'm going to tell you what. If anybody out there is thinking about buying one of these things, buy it. It is uh, stone dry. I slept through eight hours of rain that first weekend. I took it out. Yeah, it rained. It rained all night and never had a single drop of rain come in that thing. I I was I kept waking up, waking up, and I'm like, oh, it's it's, it's raining bad. I it's got to be leaking in somewhere. 
Never got an inch of rain. Never got a drop inside that thing. And uh, hey, and, and how comfortable, comfortable is that thing? It is comfortable. It's the flattest sleeping cot. I, you know, I got a lot of cots. I do a lot of camping. Yeah. So over the years, I bought a few different types, and uh, it sleeps flat. The bottom's insulated, so the cold don't seep up through on you. Yep. And it's a it's a it's a worthy worth buying. That's for sure. Yeah, I, that's my favorite tent of all time. I I got the double myself, the trifold. And yeah. that's the most comfortable mattress. That's that's almost as good as my Tempur-Pedic at home. That's how comfortable that thing is. <laughs> you don't want to get out of bed yeah. in the morning, man. It's really that comfortable. I know it. I know this morning I'm like, oh, the sun's up. I got to get up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Hey, and I appreciate you saying that, Steve. Thank you. Yeah. Take it easy, Dan. Hey, good luck fishing. Thank you. You're Bye-bye. welcome. Thank you. There goes Steve. All right. 244-1350. 244-1350 if you want to call in. Blackhawk Lake, crappie uh, fishing is starting to pick up again. Town Bay is the place to go. Did I read that already? I might have read that already. Yeah, I read that already. It doesn't uh, hurt to do it twice. Uh, yeah. Right. Blackhawk is good. Brushy Creek is good. Storm Lake is in the upper 50s. Crappie bite is fair. Tube jigs with the small minnows producing fish. The perch bite is fair. Look for perch along the shore using minnows fished on a jig. Uh, 11 to 8 inch, uh, le- eight to 11 inch fish are being reported. There is some sorting needed. Catfish bite is slow. Walleye bite, throw a twister or uh, fish a minnow under or a leech under a bobber along the shoreline. Early evening or light, uh, low light conditions are the most productive right now. Clear Lake, water temperatures in the mid 50s. State dock on the North Shore is in. Black crappie slow. Fish the open pockets in the rushes. The bite will get better as the water warms this week with the warmer temperatures. That's for sure. Walleye bite is fair. Uh, try fishing a jig tip with a leech or crawler. Fish near vegetation or rocky habitat. Shore anglers are having some success fishing around the jetties and docks. Best bite is after sunset on Clear Lake. Lake McBride water temps are 50, 52 to 54 degrees. Crappie bite is fair. Minnows over a brush or rock piles in 10 to 15 feet of water. They should start moving shallow to spawn. Our buddy Fish and Dave said that they're spawning already, so I would imagine the bigger the bigger water, they're going to be doing it any day now. Waller, the walleye is fair. Jigs and crankbaits along or around wind-blown rock or jigging in 20 to 25 feet of water is producing fish on McBride. Uh, wipers are good, and striped bass are fair on Lake McBride. Rathman, current lake level is 9.05. Uh, we're looking at nine oh is nine oh five point eight three feet. Uh nine oh four in the recreational pool. Water temperatures range between fifty and fifty five degrees depending on location. Prairie Ridge and Island View middle boat ramps are closed but will open by May fifteenth. Lake Rapin has zebra mussels. Make sure you properly drain, clean, and dry your equipment before going to another body of water. Catfish are fair, crappie are slow. Uh try the brush piles or rock piles in ten to fifteen feet of water for best results there. Red Hawk Lake, docks are in, bass are slow, target along areas on the shorelines along on the dam, gills are slow, but they are seeing some uh, some fish caught with small jigs under a bobber. Big Creek, walleye bite is good. Try catching walleye jigging or trolling minnows. Areas to try to first are the marina around the first of the beach, around the beach area, East Boat Ramp Bay and West Boat Ramp Bay. Black crappie are fair. Crappies being moving are beginning to move shallow fishing live minnows under a float or near the rock or wood. Uh, Three-mile courtesy docks are installed at the main boat ramp. Walleye bite is fair. Try using jigs tipped with a night crawler or a leech. Fished on the flats for walleye of all sizes. 
Largemouth bass are slow. Try using crankbaits, fish along the windy, blown rocky areas, or using jigs near cedar tree brush piles. The black crappie bite is fair. Try using jigs tip of the minnow along the submerged roadbed for crappie up to 11 inches. 12 mile, docks are in at the main ramp. Black crappie bite is fair. Try using jigs tip on a minnow. Fish near deeper cedar trees, brush piles along the submerged roadbeds. All right, there you go. There's your fishing report. Good morning, Richard. How you doing? Good to see you. 244-1350, if you want to call in. We got uh, plenty of time for you to, to visit. I want to tell you about Herman's Fine Jewelers, uh, 2900 University in West Des Moines. Mother's Day is coming up. I already ordered my mommy some stuff. And my wife's birthday is in May, so I already took care of her, too. It Don't procrastinate. You want to spend more time in the woods or on the water? Make sure mom or your mommy, your wife or your mommy is taken care of. 2900 University in West Des Moines, 222-2600. Donnie and Frank's been helping people for over 38 years. They've got over 10,000 diamonds and mountings in stock. You can uh, take your stuff that you don't wear anymore. Good morning, Corey. How you doing, buddy? Uh, you can uh, take it there. They're gonna, they've been around so long. Your Chances are you're going to get more for your money if you go there than somebody that's just been in the community for a year or two. They really care about their customers at Herman's Fine Jewelers. They can even do custom jewelry repair. They can do anything you pretty much need to have done to make somebody's day a little bit brighter. Herman's Fine Jewelers, 2900 University in West Des Moines. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. All right, uh, let me hit a break. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. That sound can mean only one thing, the most anticipated. No, that's not what that means. We're giving away uh, a drill set from Bob Tools. If you want to give us a holler right now, 244-1350, We're going to take the last two contestants, qualifiers, for that uh, Milwaukee drill set that we're giving away from Bob's Tools. So if you want to call right now, Andrew is patiently waiting by. And he will get your information. And then next week, we will draw the winner of the Bob's Tool Honeydew's package. Boy, that that uh, that one's good. 244-1350, 244-1350. Or if you want to call in and say hi, you can do that as well. So there you go. So I, I had a couple questions here. What are do you are you what calls are you using more these days? Are you still yelping a lot? Um yeah, I soft yelp. I, I'm not gonna sit there and you know and, and do normal volumes or you know, I'm really out there just if I see the birds or if I hear them, um, I'm calling every 15, 20 minutes until I, I see them or hear them. And then once I hear them, it just depends on how the birds react. And I mean, if he's fired up, then I might, you know, get a little more aggressive and do some excited yelping or whatever, if I can get him to come in. But I've been really fortunate this season by just when I hear him gobble, I'll just really softly yelp at him three or four notes. And man, for some reason, that's worked well for me this year. Usually I, I have to do excited yelps or cut at them to get them fired up and come in all mad and puffed up. But uh, the, the softer stuff's been working for me. So that's what I'm going to stick with until I need to change tactics. So we'll see how it goes. All right. 244-1350, 244-1350 if you want to call in. Tom, good morning. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Oh, man. Kind of crazy. Want to do a little mailbag? Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Wait. Oh, yes. Wait a minute, Mr. Bozeman. Wait. Wait. Hey, 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 Mr. Bozeman. You, you, you've got mail. You've got 
And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. You got mail. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to will. All right, this mail segment is brought to you by Darren Eilander, American Family Insurance. He's my insurance agent. He can be yours, too, out there in Ankeny. You can't miss him. Uh, This week's question is from Amanda Billingsley. What a nice name, Amanda Billingsley. Yeah, man. Yeah, Billingsley. Billingsley, like Billingsley, Montana? Billingsley, Montana? I think so, yeah. I wonder if she gets a lot of mail. (laughs) Billing, billing, billing. Uh, that was bad. Uh, what is the best fishing setup for my six-year-old son to learn to fish with? Enjoy the show. Uh, Amanda and I would probably say for six years old, I would go with a close face spin casting setup like a Zepco 202 or 404. Um, if they still make the classic 33s, you know, that would be good. Uh, you don't have to go Zepco. You can go Shakespeare or, uh, some of the other brands. I would stay away from the little cartoon ones though. The little ones. They don't last, um, and if he's six years old, get him a, get him a regular size pole, uh, and that way he can properly get him a practice little little practice rubber plug to tie on there, so he can properly learn how to use that thumb brake, that thumb button. You know, press it in and hold it, and then teach him how to cast out, let it go. You can do sidearm or you know that way. Um, I I would recommend that. Um, you can try a spinning reel, but a spinning reel you got to flip the bale over and hold the line and then flip it. The spin cast is so much easier to use. Um, but in my in my humble opinion, that's what I would tell you to do. So, Amanda, you're going to get a work sharp sharpening system. Uh, I think we're down to six people in the mailbag slot. So, if you want a chance of winning a uh, brand new work sharp work sharp sharpener system, just go to outdoorsdan.com. Look for a little cartoon mailbox. Click on there and my email is going to pop up. And if you do that, you can uh, just send me a question to read on the air. One per family, please. And uh, chances, your chances of winning is pretty good. It, it, just going to be a little patient. You know, patience. Every Friday night, I pull a mailbag segment, you know, because yeah. I, I get the show ready. So, have you been on YouTube lately? Uh, YouTube, respect the game TV. Okay, call Larry Max, see if he answers. <laughs> See of he, course. Yeah. See it's if he answers. I bet you he doesn't answer. Well, he's one watching it's, us on Facebook. This is a new segment on the show. Will Larry Mack answer? <laughs> ambush Larry Mack. Ambush Kyle. Larry Mack. It's the old Ambush Larry Mack segment brought to you by Elite Archery. Have you taken the uh, shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, I encourage you to go over to Archery Field Sports or Sportsman's Warehouse and see why we're making such a fuss about all the bows with the set technology because they help us ambush Larry Mack. There you go. That's funny. If you haven't been over to YouTube yet, go check out Respect the Game TV's YouTube channel. Uh, we're still we're about ready. Uh, we're about forty people, I think forty or fifty people, before we draw the Camp Right camping package. So all you need to do is just go look for me and watch the video, and you'll it'll teach you how to uh, or tell you how to, you need to enter. And uh, when do that, and I'll get you entered in the contest. And he's probably fishing. He's probably fishing. I would think he's he's out there crappie chasing crappies. So uh, it uh, we'll see what's going on. I know he had some work to do today too, but work for him is probably ripping lips. There you go. You know he was in Kansas all week filming. So oh man, well yeah. it still it doesn't bother you. You'll call him anyway. <laughs> well yeah, I, I want to see. You know that's our new segment. That's Will Larry Mack answer? Uh, sometimes he even calls back. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't believe. You know, he told me that the other day. I tried calling, but I couldn't get through. It was busy. I said, uh huh. Yeah. I said, when'd you call? Trivia? Because <laughs> usually we're not too terribly busy where you can get through. I mean, we get calls through, you know. Yeah, we get, we get calls throughout the show, but. But it's just, you know, we're not always busy. There's two lines, Larry Mack. I, we, we're on to you, Larry Mack. We're, we know it. We know what you're up we got to, you. Larry. We, we're we got smelling you. what you're stepping in. Uh, what are we giving away on that contest? We're giving away that camp right, uh, camping package. And then we're giving away a $5,500 hunt to Montana out to trophies plus outfitters where I'm going to go film a show this fall. Uh, whoever wins this, it'll be for next year. Okay. Um, and then I'll probably go back out there and antelope hunt while you're there so I can be in camp with you, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and get a mule deer or a white tail deer this fall, but um, and then whoever wins that's going to get a brand new elite bow. Larry Mack's going to pick out a bow for you. So that's like a $6,500 package. So all you got to do is just go and enter. It's free, 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 free for you. Is it eight twenty five already? Oh man. You know, I think so. Man, this show goes by really quick. You're doing your job right. I guess. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, big benefit <laughs> for Lacey. It's going to be June 12th from 4 to 7 p.m. It's going to be a drive-by. That's right. We're going to do a drive-by free donation, and you're going to get some pulled pork, dinner to go. Uh, it's at 20, 223 Main Street, Milo, Iowa. They're going to have an online auction. Like I said, we're going to give away. I'm going to auction a bow. We've got a $3,500 can. Have you ever dreamed of going to Kansas whitetail hunting? You're going to have an opportunity to get that, to bid on it. Uh, and you just go to, uh, is it, is it Putney? It's P U T N E V auction.com P U T N U. I'm sorry. P U T N E V A U C T I O N.com to bid. And, uh, bidding will start June 12th at 4 PM and end on Wednesday, June 16th at 6 PM. But like I said, we, uh, we love Lacey and her husband and her family to, uh, just the great people. And they've, they've had some, uh, some bad stuff happen to them that wasn't their fault. And, uh, you know, we all sometimes experience, uh, things and, you know, it's nice to have friends and family around that can help. And we, I always say that you're part of my family here on the show, everybody listening or watching us on Facebook live, you're part, you know, this is your show. It's not my show. It's your show. Um, and what a what nice way to give back. Cause they help a lot of folks throughout the year that you never hear about, but, uh, we got some, we'll tell you more about the, as soon as I get the auction list item, I'll start telling you about that, but put that on your calendar, June 12th from four to seven, you know, come out there and put a couple bucks in the hat, get a free pulled pork dinner. How about that? Couldn't be any better. I mean, a pulled pork dinner, you think about it, it's 15 bucks. Yeah. So if, give them 10 bucks. Yeah. Give them 10 bucks. You it save money. A great cause. And you get fed and you get fed. Who doesn't like to get fed? I know I do. I know you do. <laughs> you love to get fed. I, any day, every day. Uh, yeah. we, all, we all like to eat, right? Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, God bless you, Lacey. We uh, we love you. Good good lady right there. All right, let's see. Told you about that. Told you about that. You think uh, did, uh, did Mac didn't answer, huh? No, but there's always a second attempt. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, he's fishing. If he didn't pick up, he's fishing. Hey, Olympic's got a big deal going on. I think it's 20% off if you go to gamehide.com and check it out. Uh, ticks are bad right now. Of course, I don't have to worry about them because I wear my Olympic stuff. I still, knock on wood, haven't had a tick in six years. So, ticks are chiggers. Uh, get the socks. I wear the socks, the bibs, and a shirt. That's all I do. And then I spray down my hat 
and I'll spray down my camera, my camera bag and my pack, my insights pack with my, uh, lethal, uh, bug and tick repellent. And I don't have to worry about ticks or bringing ticks back to the truck. Don't have to worry about my kids or, uh, or a Raven getting, picking up anything. Cause you know, Raven likes to lounge in the back seat of the truck all the time. Oh yeah. A dog getting into anything. I took him up to Carl Chevrolet yesterday. We got the old truck washed. Yeah. He was in the back, all kicked back, laying on his back, sleeping, you know, oh. just, just hanging out to, you know, 95 pound lab. Relaxing. Relaxing. Life's taking good. The, oh, that dog's full spoiled. <laughs> I left the house this morning. Jenny's making chocolate chip cookies for him. Really? Well, they're for me, but you know, the dog's going <laughs> to get, before the chocolate gets added, you know, somebody's going to get oh, something. Oh yeah. The, t- the official her, taste tester of yeah, your house. Yeah, that's her baby. Oh yeah. Uh, I gave that dog one of Speed's ribs. That dog was my best friend the rest of the day. <laughs> you talk about love. That dog loved me already. But you that, can buy affection. Oh my gosh. I, I, I cut that. I, I went out and I threw it on the grill for about four minutes just to heat him up. And I put some extra sauce on. Flipped him. I like a little char. I like I like to caramelize oh, that yeah. sauce on the grill, you oh, know. Oh yeah. So I flipped that over and got him a little got him a little caramelized and I'm sitting there slicing them up. I look down and there's my, my dog just drooling, you know? And that's like, what do you want? He's sitting there going, I want a rib stupid, you know? And it's just like, so I, I, I got through and I gave him a little rib bone about that big. And that dog was my best friend the rest of the day. <laughs> so now you, the, the way to keep up with your wife is to just keep feeding them. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I, I feed him ribs. Every well, day? She feeds him my elk. She'll take elk burger out of the thing. Well, she's and, already, yeah. and I said, Jen, do you not realize it's like $5,000 a pound? If you figure up all the money I spent for the hunt, the travel, the, the tag and everything else, it's like five grand a pound, hun. So, you know, give him some, you know, if you want to do some ground venison or something, you know, venison's easier to come by. I might never get another elk, but he's my baby. Yeah. And the dog just looks at me and shut up, stupid. <laughs> shut up, I'm about to get some elk. <laughs> yeah, shut up. I want some elk. You know? He dog, knows the hierarchy in the house. Oh, that dog's so spoiled. That's her. That's that's the love of her life, man. Yeah, she tells him that every yeah. morning. Good morning, my love. It's like, hello. <laughs> you are you are third in the chain. Yeah, oh, I'm last. Man. <laughs> You're last. Yeah. I'm last. Dead last. There's you don't even have to worry. You know. Yeah, you even got yeah. the house above you. No, it's, no, it's ridiculous. All right, 8.30 and some change. Let me hit a break. We'll come back with Smelter and see what he is up to. And uh, we got time. Then we got trivia to do yet. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors on Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Let me take Scott's stuff on sale, 20% off just in time for May. Go check him out, gamehide.com. Speaking of checking things out, go over and see Smoking Joe Smelter. He'll make you a great deal on what, Joe? <laughs> Anything and everything. I only have like 10 cars left. <laughs> I, was talk, I was talking to Darren Islander uh, Thursday, uh, American Family Insurance. He's up there by you in Ankeny. Yep. And Darren said he drove by the dealership. He said, Dan, I have never seen Carl Chevrolet looking like that. It's cr- yep. it's crazy. It is crazy. Carl said the same thing. He says, the last time I saw the lot like this is when I you know moved. Because he's been open since 1978. And he moved to the current location in 1983. So he says... That's the last time I've ever seen a lot, you know, just like this. So yeah. it's, um, 
it's it's we're really really busy it just doesn't look that way so looks can be deceiving of course so i mean it's um well you know what you know what's going on well you know what's going on you work there but people if you <laughs> want a truck you're going to have to just buy it while it's being made and and wait yep. for it that's right that's right it's um we're having to wait for it and stuff's coming in really really you know good we're getting a couple truckloads every couple days um so i mean people are being super patient and they're getting what they want they just have to wait a little bit longer than they normally would but it's it's all working out so well and it's it's everything i mean all the hunting industry i mean fishing hunting everything's behind i was talking to aaron at camp right he's yeah. got containers that have been sitting offshore for uh three months that are parked outside they said the ocean outside california on the shoreline looks like an invasion force it looks like something out of world war ii coming up on oh, omaha, omaha beach because all these container ships are out there and they can't go in there. They got to quarantine for two weeks, and then they don't have enough manpower on the docks to work everything. That's why everything is so jacked up right now. It is, yeah. yeah. And it's going to take a while for it to get back to kind of normal. So it, um, yeah. we'll get through it. So no, we'll get through it. I mean, and a lot of it with you guys, aren't they? Aren't they? They're just behind on the microchips and stuff, aren't they? Yeah, that's that's the biggest problem right now. Is just because GM has over fifty thousand vehicles built and ready to go it's just they're missing the microchips they just having some issues with their suppliers overseas of getting that stuff mm-hmm. so and it's going to be four to six months before i have that inventory so one of these days it's going to be like christmas 10 years in a row in one day probably so all of a sudden the inventory is just going to drop and be there for us to, to work with so it'll just it'll just take a little time now so. this is just me in my humble opinion this is not this is not direct this is nothing to do with Joe Smelter or Carl Chevrolet. Okay. I'll just, I'm going to put a, disclaimer, put a little disclaimer out there right now, Yeah, but maybe this is a wake up call for some of these companies and pharmaceutical companies after what we've been through in the last year, year and a half. Maybe we just start our making everything here at home. Could be, you know, and then Very we well, don't, and be. then we don't even have to worry about, or even, you know, or, you know, making it, making it in Mexico. I mean, I know mm-hmm. if you make it right across the border, you can still say it's made in North America, right? Yep. You know, so yep. may, maybe we should do more of that and we don't have to worry about container ships as much. Sure. Yeah. And everything um, other than there's two or three vehicles that are made just, just south of the Texas border. So one's the Silverado and the other is the Blazer, I believe is what it yeah. is. So, I mean, most of the stuff's here. It's just, it just is the parts. That's the tough part is just the parts and all of that stuff. Cause well, there's. It's everything. so much to it. So, yeah. yeah. It, Camp, yep. right, Camp Right's having the thing. Uh, Kershaw Knives is dealing with it. I mean, uh, yep. a lot of the bow manufacturers, um, I think Matthews, It's people are ordering Matthews bows, and I, I don't think they're coming in until late July or August. I mean, everybody's behind because they're waiting for parts here and there. Yep. Yep. We're all in the same boat, just different industries. Yeah. So. I mean, it's it's just one of them deals. Yeah. So, if someone does find something they like, you're you're willing to make. And right now, used cars. Didn't you tell me that you guys are <clears throat> used cars has never been as valuable as they are now? It has, correct. Yeah, I mean, if you can find something, you know, whether it's another used vehicle or something new, it's definitely a really really good time to do it because we're putting more money in, in trade than ever just because we don't have the inventory. Mm-hmm. And I mean, your average trade in is probably worth depending on the year and the miles. I mean, it's from eight to 10% more than whatever has been before. So it's very valuable to us right now and, and all car dealers. It's a really good time to trade if we can find you something. And we do have a lot of inventory that's coming into us. I mean, it may be a month or two out, but, you know, we can always make a plan, you know, 
for that. What, why are you Why are you cutting out on me? I don't know. I'm sorry. Where are you at? <laughs> I'm outside. Okay. All right. Well, I just want to make sure people can hear you. So yep. I, I go to Carl Chevrolet, ask for Smeltzer. I, I've gotten every vehicle I've gotten there. I've never gotten a better deal since I moved to Iowa. I've always gotten a great deal there. And they'll take great care of you. Um, thanks to uh, Brett and everybody over there. I mean, Joe. Joe's kind of chintzy, but Brett always comes through for me. <laughs> you know, I, I'll I'll say now is that the very best you got, Joe? And Joe will look at me and say absolutely. And I'll say, look, I want go ask Brett if he can take a little bit yeah. more off or give me a little more on my trade. And then yeah. here comes Brett with Joe, and they say, all right, Dan, this is what we can do. Hey, am I not telling the truth? You are, but I just yep, I yeah. Yeah, okay. Sense also. Well, you got to pay for your your help. You know your your butler. I don't know how much you're paying him and your French maid and all that. You know, I don't know how you're paying your help, but you know, you know, come on, it's you. hard to you're come by. Me. Uh, what? I said it's you helping me. That's what it is. Yeah. Well, I love you. <laughs> I do. But you know, when I, if I have to, I'm not afraid to pull the old Brett card and say, "Go get Mister. Go get Mister. Brett." You usually I'm, just stand up and walk out of my office. And just you know, a trump <laughs> up the Brett's office is how it usually happens. Well, I'm you not look doing. Me in the face, would, and you just get this little disgruntled look on your face, and you're just like, and then you leave, and I know exactly where you're going. So I always give Brett a call. Hey, Brett. Dan's on his way up. Looks busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Brett's, <laughs> Brett's always nice about uh, helping out. So. Yeah, I've I've got nothing but good things to say about Brett over there. I appreciate you guys so much too. Yeah. All right, money bags. Where can they find you? Uh, I'm off today, but I'll be back all next week. Oh, how are you off? You were off last week. I know. I had to be out of town for a, a visitation, but now it's the wife. It's the wife's birthday this weekend, so. Yeah, I think you're actually I, surpassing Randy Munson now for paid time off. Hey, we all got goals in life. Uh, I mean, I this is unheard of. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see. When you make all that money, you can do whatever you want. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right. Where can they find you when you work your three days? Uh, 1101 Southeast Oral Labor at The Rock. All right. Thanks, Joe. Have a great weekend. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for everything. There he goes. Smoking Joe right. Smelter. Go to you. He'll take great care of you. Go see him. All right. Let me take a break. We come back. We'll do trivia earlier uh, than usual. I want to get some good trivia in today right here on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. It's 848 and some change. Uh, Advanced Family Dentistry, or if you need I have a new dentist, I know i got to go see my dentist. Uh, I've got to have a crown and a cavity filled. I can tell that every time I drink coffee or something cold. Dr. Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi is going to take good care of me next month, and uh, I need to do that before or after my fishing trip. Probably, probably before. We'll see how that goes. If you have a need of a dentist or just someone in the nudity area, or if you're just uh, looking for a new dentist for you and your family, please consider the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry at, at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. they got four great dentists there to help you. Dr. Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi-Yagi. I call him Obi-Wan because he uses the force to calm me down because I'm such a big baby when it comes to going to the dentist. Uh, Dr. Brandt, Dr. Stewart, and Dr. Williams, all four of them provide great care. They're very good, very gentle and they'll take great care of you and your family. They can do cleanings, cavities, root canals, crowns. They can do Invisalign. They give you the smile you always wanted. Uh, wisdom teeth issues. Uh, they're a full-stop dentist shop 
right there at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard in Ankeny, Iowa. They can even help you with sleep apnea at Advanced Family Dentistry. Please call them at 964-1490 or go check them out anytime at AnkeniSmiles.com. And you know what they should say when you leave at at, uh, Advanced Family Dentistry? They should say, may the floss be with you. The floss will be with you. No, the floss, Obi-Wan. The floss. May the floss. Got to talk to him about that. All right, Andrew, you ready? That sound can mean only one thing, the most anticipated underrated trivia game in the United States, the Outdoors Dan Trivia Challenge. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, please give me a call, 244-1350, 244-1350. Andrew will get you lined up, and we'll get ready to rock and roll on there. So, Oh, I think I'm all caught up on everything, man. This has been an easy show to do. We got a Kershaw knife to give away, a cookies barbecue grill pack, and a workshop sharpening system. So... How about that? Jones Brothers Taxidermy, uh, my buddy Dave out there, he'll take great care of you. He's doing my elk right now. Uh, if you need a, uh, uh, a turkey or if you have a, a bear or a deer or an antelope, a, uh, uh, an elk, whatever, Dave and Harv can take great care of you. 249-4362, 249-4362. They do a great job and super nice people. You'll, you'll be a customer for life if you go out there and check them out. So... We'll see what's going on there. I think I am all caught up. Almost turkey time. Almost time to get the truck, get in the truck and go turkey hunting. All right, let's go see what Jake is up to first. Is that Jake from State Farm? Jake, good morning. How are you? Morning, Dan. How is, you doing, buddy? Is this Pike? This is. You're you're ineligible. <laughs> you are in every time. Huh? I hear that every time. Well, I know. So, uh, what do you want to hunt? Or you want, hey, what do you want to shoot for there, Piker? You want the the knife, the sharpener, or the cookies grill pack? Uh, let's go to the sharpener. You want to go to the sharpener? You want a hunting or a fishing question? Hunting. You want to go hunting? Okay. What is the biggest Boone and Crockett grizzly bear ever taken in North America? Are you multiple choice, or is this just uh, straight up? Straight up. Straight up. Yeah, I have no idea, so I don't know if you're right or not. <laughs> I'm just going to go with a uh, a regular grizzly bear. I would say, see if it was me, Jake, I would say, well, Dan, I, the correct answer would be the current world record. Yeah. <laughs> see, I, I try to give you a layup here, Jake. <laughs> you know? That's why you love you, man. Yeah, uh-huh. You want to refine your answer? Uh, the biggest one on record so far. Uh, the current world record, Dan. Yep, current world record. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a great answer, Jake. Ding, 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 ding. I have no idea, folks. I just, I have no idea. I just, he just likes to mess around. Sometimes. I just, I just want to make sure my turkey karma is good this weekend. That's all. All right, Jake. We'll call you back. Thanks, bud. Thanks, bud. Have a good weekend. You too, Jake. Thank you, Jake from State Farm, right there. All right. Uh, who's up next? We got Terry. Terry. Let's go see what Terry is up to this morning. Terry, how you doing today? Good. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. What are you up to? Well, I'm listening to the show and watching my bird feeders and wish I was fishing. Mm. Are you going out soon? Well, I'd like to. I have a couple days off here coming up, so I'm going to try to get out for the first time. I, I don't blame you. I think you'll hit it right if you do. Terry, I've got <laughs> a Kershaw RBK knife, which is great for skinning. Uh, it's uh, it's actually one of the new knives that you can... It's got a replaceable... Ooh, I just knocked my my cell, my live cast phone off. It's got a replaceable blade, and uh, it uh, it works really nice. It actually has a, a separate knife tang, 
So if you got a buddy, if you're out there skinning a deer or whatever, they can help you do that. I don't know if you hunt or not, but that'll work for you. Or I've got a cookies barbecue grill pack. Well, let's go for the knife. You want to go for the knife? You want a hunting or a fishing question? Well, I try to fish, so let's try to answer a fishing question. Okay. Which one of these fish would you find in the Missouri River? A tarpon, a bluefin marlin, or a smallmouth bass? I'll go for the smallie. No marlin, really? No, no, I don't think. I don't think so. <laughs> Smallmouth bass is correct. Ding, ding, ding! You got a knife, Terry. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Congratulations. We'll call you back after the show, pal. All righty. All right. All right. Two four four thirteen fifty. Two four four thirteen fifty. They're pretty easy today, if you can't tell. Uh, I had somebody, I had somebody yell at me the other day. Your trivia questions are getting too hard, man. I said, Oh, come on. They're not hard. Well, they got to be internet proof. Well, they're, they're gaggle proof. You just can't gaggle them and find out the answers. You know, that's, that's kind of cheating. Uh, we got a cookies barbecue grill pack, including some wings and things, hot sauce. And of course the original that started it all cookies, barbecue sauce in there. If you want to call in two, four, four, 1350. It's grilling season. Who? Why not? Why aren't? What? You should be lighting these things up. Come on. Outdoors, Danny, come in. For I need day. to get some of those uh, sauce squad aprons. Is what I do. We need to. I'm. I'm gonna have to get a hold of Speed or Jody, and see if I can't get some of those. And because uh, I know a lot of po- a lot of folks would appreciate those. So, you know, eight fifty four already. Can you believe it's eight fifty four already? This sh- two hours flies by, man. I'm telling you, I don't even have half my coffee drank yet. It's crazy. Oh, who we got Jeff. Let's go see what Jeff is up to this morning. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Dan. You want to go for that grill pack? Sure. Okay. And what town is cookies barbecue sauce located? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's right next to wall Lake, Iowa. Right next to wall Lake. Yeah. The factory is just think here. It's just out. The factory is just outside of Wall Lake, you know. So, what town is it located by? This is a trick question. I'm not trying to trick you. I just gave you the answer. <laughs> what town is Cookies Barbecue Sauce located? It's right outside Wall Lake, Iowa. What town is it right by? Must be Wall Lake, Wall, Iowa. There you go, Jeff. I wasn't trying to trick you. I just, <laughs> it was tricky. <laughs> I wasn't. I was trying to help you. Wall Lake, Iowa. There you go. All right, Jeff. We'll All call right. you. Thank we'll, you. We'll call you after the show. Thanks for listening, man. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. There you go. I don't know why everybody thinks I'm trying to trick them all the time. <laughs> that was good. I, I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm a helper. Well, that was so obvious that it was. It, it was too obvious. Yeah, we're just. I'm just trying to help, man. I, I want everybody <laughs> to win so I can go there and get go. me a couple turkeys. There you go. You know, get the turkey karma going. Such a saint. Uh, no, no. <laughs> All right. Well, another two hours are in the books. Uh, we will have uh, the All Outdoors podcast coming back online. I think we're at episode seven, but we've taken a couple weeks off because we're in, we've been running all over the Midwest trying to get hunts done, folks. So we'll have Larry and I talked uh, yesterday. We'll start putting some new content out probably in the next week. So if you've, uh, if you've been listening to the podcast and stuff, those will be up. Uh, we'll put them on Facebook on my timeline. Just look up Dan Young or Outdoors Dan, and uh, you'll be able to find the links right there. Give me about 10 days, and by then, Andrew will have all the new stuff up and everything. 
Hey, uh, Mother's Day is coming up. Please don't forget about mom this year. You know, make, you know, you don't, I lost my dad tw- at, uh, 21 years ago. And man, if your mom, if you still got mom, call her every day, get her something for Mother's Day because once they're gone, they're gone. And I, I would, like, I say this every year, what I wouldn't give to be, have my dad yell at me one more time, huh? All right, be good to one another. We're all in it together. Until next week, please keep it here on 1350 ESPN. Bye!